Hey everyone, Jeff Kasouf here with another episode of Kicking Back, brought to you by The Equalizer and now a part of Blue Wire Podcast. Really excited to be bringing you this week a conversation with Matt Peake. He is the COO and co-founder of Parkside Collectibles. And if you recognize the name, you should. It is the collectibles company that is producing National Women's Soccer League trading cards, a full 2021 set, which by all accounts is the first full dedicated set to a women's pro league in its entirety uh, ever. So really game changing. So um, really cool stuff. Trading cards are huge right now. The pandemic has kind of driven that. We've seen that. We've seen the headlines in some other sports, but we've also seen recently that women's sports, women's soccer specifically, as it relates to this conversation, is kind of catching that wave as it is with so many other things. So this is a great conversation if you are a women's soccer fan. This is a great conversation if you're just interested in trading cards, period. And it's also a cool conversation because it's also a couple of guys who had a vision for something and went out and made it happen because it didn't exist. So really cool, some entrepreneurial stuff, some soccer, some trading cards, a little bit for everybody. Excited to bring you this conversation with Matt Peake talking NWSL trading cards from Parkside. Just a reminder, please go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any conversations. We have some great ones planned and we have some great archives as well that you don't want to miss. And please, please, please go ahead, rate, five stars, review, send us some kind words, really helps us in climbing those charts, getting out there and being more visible to everybody else. So this is the latest episode of Kicking Back. I'm Jeff Kasouf. Hope you enjoy and kick back and relax. Thanks everybody for joining me on another episode of Kicking Back. I am excited to have with me on this episode, Matt Peak, the COO and co-founder of Parkside Collectibles. And if you're listening to this and you're into women's soccer, you probably know the name from the NWSL National Women's Soccer League trading cards that are, um, I think, the the buzz of the internet right now, Matt. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of awesome. I don't know. I don't know how else to to describe. Uh, it's very much akin to uh, to to releasing your your child out into the world and finding out that people are are, are fond of how you've raised him or her, um, and uh, it's 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 marvelous, and uh, I want more of it. <laughs> well, right up front here for anybody um, who's who's maybe just just getting into this or, or wondering uh, some of the basics, um, National Women's Soccer League. Trading cards, um, officially licensed, distributed by by Parkside. Um, you can find them. Maybe, hopefully, you can find them. They're, they're a hot item, and in Target, I think Walmart now, or, or very soon, maybe by the time Tomorrow. this this pods out. Then, yep. Um, and then uh, pre-orders online on ParksideCards.com is sold out. If it looks sold like out. so, um, hot item. Hopefully, you can you can find some in stores, or maybe you have them in your hands already. Um, but the big thing here first, I guess, you know, I don't know if you're gonna call it regular season, but first full blown NWSL trading card set, there was some challenge card, um, challenge cup cards last year, which, you know, challenge cup was an abbreviated season. It was kind of a, an abbreviated set, but, um, yeah, I, my entire Twitter feed, I, I, my wife found a box or she, she saw four boxes and she said she grabbed one. And I said, well, 
we could have grabbed a couple, but I don't want to, don't want to take it up on you all. So um, I do have one in my hand here, but um, my whole feed has been people asking me what target I went to and where they can find it. So um, good news there it's, for you, I guess. It's well, you know, it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, and, and it feels good. It's there's also, there's this crushing reality happening right now. Um, and it's something that is completely outside of our, our control. And every time I talk about it, I feel, I feel like this horrific pinch of guilt because like, I feel like, uh, it's just, it's poor planning and everything, but you know, we did the pre-orders and we thought that that was going to be the first part of the product that was going to be seen by the public, that that was going to make it out to everybody that came onto the website and grabbed a box or two boxes, or in some cases, you know, 20 boxes. Um, and, uh, you know, a certain shipping company known for, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible use of the color Brown, um, just managed to get one truck from the printer to the, to the target distribution center in the most ridiculously fast fashion. The truck that's coming to Los Angeles has decided to stop every possible, like, I think what it is, I think the person driving the truck to Los Angeles is on vacation with their family and they're like hitting every destination. <laughs> like I go and track our truck and I'm like, oh, they're at the Grand Canyon. I hope they're enjoying their day. They're in Vegas. Hope they're enjoying their day. And it's just like, you know, we have, so, you know, we have over a thousand pre-orders basically to ship. And, you know, we try to be timely. Um, we're still a small operation. There's only a few people uh, in, the, in the mix here in Los Angeles. And so we've got boxes prepped with packing labels. Um, we, we started to realize that there was going to be a problem when we got an email telling us that there was a there was a driver shortage for trucks. So we took a product that we were actually thinking of selling and decided to just include it for free in every pre-order. So we're doing a, a really small thousand print run challenge cup, best 11 set. And everybody that has a pre-order will get either a card, two cards or a complete set of this challenge cup. And so there's some great cards in there. I mean, you know, you've got a, uh, You've got, you know, the super rookie and Trinity Rodman. You've got uh, Kelly Hubley and, and, and Gina Lewandowski. And you got Ashlyn Harris looking like a rock star. And one of my favorite cards we've ever made of Brooke Hendricks. Um, you know, these are going to be great cards that we're just going to throw in because we like, because I and Eric, my co-founder here, we just feel so guilty about this whole thing. Yeah. Well, did you expect this demand or response? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this is 100% what we thought would happen. And, and we're, we're sad that we didn't get a chance to do it last year. Um, you know, the 2020 challenge cup set was a substantially smaller product than we wanted to manufacture in 2020, but in the, you know, that early phase of what will be known as the year of COVID, um, all of the printers were down to about a quarter capacity. And so as much as it doesn't look like a substantial product, 
the fact that we got anything manufactured last year is a huge victory. Um, and the fact that we got it manufactured and shipped and people saw it and found it was a huge victory. But, you know, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be something that's, that's going to become cliche. We started Parkside to work with the NWSL. Um, you know, our entire journey starts with a deep seated desire to manufacture the first fully independent women's soccer product on the planet. Um, and it took, you know, it took a few years to get there. And then when we finally got the green light, you know, the world slowed down substantially and we just couldn't quite do what we wanted to do. And this year, you know, we got a chance to do a full product and we're really proud of it. We're really stoked about it. You know, it's got, it's got some, it's got some mistakes in it. Um, proving that, uh, perfection is totally impossible. Uh, but you know, we, we really think, uh, it's cool and we really think people are going to love it. I think that maybe makes things, uh, even more of a collector's item, right? If there's a mistake on it. It's what people have said. Uh, <laughs> You're you know, not feeling that though. <laughs> no, like there, there, there are a couple, there are a couple, there are a couple glaring errors that we, uh, we, we, we've had, we've had, we've had to, you know, throw the, throw, throw the, the stress balls at the wall and stuff. Yeah. Well, t- take people through the origin story of Parkside, if you would, I guess the, the brief version of how this company started. I, you know, I've, I've collected trading cards pretty much since like 1985 um i still remember uh the first pack i bought i remember why i bought it i remember i got my favorite player in it so it was like i was hooked um you know uh flash forward to like 2017 uh 2018 and uh i'm at target you know with my i have a a daughter she's 15 now uh so she's probably 12 at the time you know we're soccer heads we 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 I grew up in Columbia, Maryland, which is like Soccer Town, USA. I think every small town in the country calls itself Soccer Town, USA. But, um, you know, uh, soccer is like life. And my daughter's growing up here in Los Angeles and soccer is, you know, part of her life. And, and it, it is life. Uh, and I bought a pack of baseball cards and she asked me just offhanded. She's standing next to me and she's just like, hey, do they have cards with the women's soccer players? You know, uh, I'd like to get a Hope Solo card. And I'm just like, no, they don't. And she just kind of, as a kid would say, she's like, that's dumb. That's dumb. And, you know, you get so many light bulb moments in your life. Um, And that was a light bulb moment. I was like, you know, you're right. That is dumb. And so, you know, my co-founder, business partner, Eric Christensen and I were working on television products. And I called him up and I said, hey, we've talked about consumer goods. We, we We made a game. Um you know, can we talk about this trading card idea? And he's like, yeah, bring it up tomorrow. And we sat down around the table and we talked about it. And we looked at the NWSL um, right out of the gate. And we we're just like, yes, this is the way to go. And like that next day, I'm emailing Amanda Duffy and just saying, hey, can we do this? And she's like, no, not yet. <laughs> and uh, we're like, why not? And she's like, there's stuff. We're like, okay. And uh but, but always said, keep bugging us, keep, keep coming at us. And so in the time we realized we needed to figure out another first step. So we worked with major league lacrosse, then we partnered with big three. Um, and then, you know, the winding road led us to, to where we wanted to start, uh, as our third major license. And that's, that's, uh, 
the NWSL. I think, I think, I think Lisa became commissioner and we had a green light within like within 10 days. Wow. Nice. Yeah. It's, and we're, and you know, it's, it's awesome. Like, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous to think about. Like we, we made, we made the first trading card, you know, uh, uh, or the first licensed league wide trading card of you know, Megan Rapino in a, in an OL rain uniform and like Marta for the pride. I mean, it's just Christine Sinclair. Like it's, these are, these are legends of the sport. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's just rad. Yeah. And, and prior to that, I think, you know, we've seen, and I was trying to look, I, I saw some of the, um, it made me check my, my own, well, I need to check my own uh, collection of sorts of what I have because some of these old cards that you could only find like a random U S women's player in an MLS pack 10 years ago or so. And, and they had some premium items, but you know, it was, it was limited. It wasn't dedicated to the league or, or even to the women's national team. They were just kind of there. So, you know, the difference yeah, being, yeah. you know, it's it's we have to we have to we have to we have to tip our hats and we have to appreciate that they did that you know you know it's tops has tops has put some european stuff into some of their match attacks panini for the longest time that they've had the 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 fifa license has done some of the u.s women's players amongst the men's players uh upper deck when they had uh the mls license was doing you know uh gosh what was the league at the time WPS WPS. Thank you. Um, you know, they were, they were throwing them in as inserts and that thank God they were doing that because, you know, because of that, you have Alex Morgan's original rookie card, you know, because of that, what are you showing me there? There it is. Yeah. Got a Chris, Christy Rampone upper deck. I think this is a WPS materials. It was just, I don't even know why I have it, but I do, (laughs) but, but you should have it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, and again, like, thank you. Thank Like we should, we should, we have to remember and honor the fact that they did that then, which they probably thought was a pretty substantial risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it wasn't, it was brilliant at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, every fiber of my being is thankful that they, uh, they didn't see the, uh, the, 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 the substantial merit in going forward with a, an independent product then, because that allowed us to kind of slide into this space and we're loving every minute of it. Your story, the origin story is cool because I think it's, it's very similar. I mean, even in some ways to, you know, what we've done with equalizer of starting just like the idea that, well, why isn't anybody covering the stories then? Why is nobody covering the league? And, and, you know, through the years I've spoken with people who, you know, it's trading cards, it's television, whatever the, the industry is, it's, well, this is this exists for men's soccer, men's sports. You know why doesn't exist, and and obviously you need more than that. You need some kind of a business reason to a degree. But you know th- there are people like yourself who have seen that it actually exists, and and that's uh, maybe the the change that's finally happening in different sectors of the the business and the world. That there's there's more of these stories popping up now. There, there. It's it's it, I mean. Uh, look, obviously we're hinging a, a huge bet, but we're doing so because we know we're right. Um, there's no guesswork in this equation anymore. You cannot, you cannot witness the women in the NWSL and the women playing soccer internationally and professionally globally. 
and not realize just how awe-inspiring they are, not realize the, the, the quality of their character, not realize just how magnificently talented of athletes they are. It's like, it's, 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 it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no longer a question. And the fact that they entertain is, 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 is just as clear. Like it's, it's mind boggling. There isn't a line behind us yet. And I think there might be, I do think there might be. Um, and I think we're going to ultimately end up representing one of the tiniest margins of value in the league and the players financial lives moving forward. Um, they're too damn awesome for people to not want to invest in and see in mediums beyond, you know, their time on the pitch. Yeah. I think I don't like cliches, but there's a bit of a, the see her, be her stuff where, you know, I think to the point of your story in in target with your daughter, um, you know, trading cards are are one of many things that are, are sort of part of that fabric of fandom that exists everywhere else. And, you know, they, they kind of drive, I guess it's an intangible thing, unless maybe you have some scientific studies, but that, that help drive fandom, right? That um, obviously, as we just said previously, haven't existed in this space, but, you know, now like, hey, I want to go buy 10 packs of these Parkside cards because I love this player. And, you know, whether that's a 12-year-old girl or a 30-year-old adult, you know, and I'm going to go do this because, I, you know, she rocks and I'm going to, you know, I want that card. And, and obviously that's good for business, which I think, I mean, one thing I wanted to say too, or I imagine, you know, it's good for you guys. It's good for the sport. And even on the player front, like there's, I have to assume there's some version of royalties involved, right? I mean, these are a foundation, a baseline for going forward. Sport explodes and Hey, maybe, you know, this is a, a way for players to make money as well on their own name and likeness, which we've seen with the U S national team. Yeah. I mean, so we partnered up with the league, the NWSLPA and the U S women's national team PA. Um, and, uh, you know, we envision a world in which the royalty checks to all three just continue to grow. Um, that's our goal. Then we are doing our job and, uh, you know, we know, we know the market is there. I think everyone knows the market is there. I feel like it's, it's, it's such an absurd conversation to have in 2021 as to whether or not there's a market for women's sports. Um, and so we just have to, we have to do our job, make a cool product, uh, engage the right athletes to participate in the product, uh, beyond just, you know, the traditional, you know, name and likeness for a base card. And, uh, and then, you know, create a compelling story for the retailers to, to want to stock it. I mean, you know, we uh, we found great partners this year in, in Target and Walmart. We've got some smaller partners in the hobby space that that uh, are coming on board. You know, I think I think the hardest part of of this equation is going to be to convince the the old guard of the hobby that this is good for them. You know, and it for them, it's a financial risk. They have to bring product into their small store. It costs them capital. You know, I get it, uh, but sooner or later, someone's going to come walking into those stores looking for it and they don't have it. Um, you know, we're very fortunate. We're, we're based in Los Angeles, Burbank, basically. Um, we've got one of the largest sports card stores in the world, Burbank Sports Cards. And so he's kind of a great barometer. I walk in there and I say, what do you think about these? And he's just like, can I have them put them on the shelf? 
Um, so, you know, if he says yes, he knows what's going to sell. And, you know, he's waiting for me to walk two cases of product into his shop. The second it gets off the CPS truck, <laughs> I said UPS. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, because he knows, he knows they're going to sell. He knows that the, the quantity of people that are, you know, expressing interest in, in female athletes in the collecting space is, is a million fold from where it was just five years ago. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a long time coming. It's due and it's awesome to be a part of it. Maybe you have some, uh, like a guerrilla marketing campaign you don't know about. And, and this, this driver is stopping and taking shots of a, a nice card with a amazing, beautiful background and he's different gonna, settings. And brought my he's going to get here like two thirds of it's already opened. <laughs> brought my Parkside card to the, the Grand Canyon so I could show the player, the, the, the sights and sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be the, that would be the most wonderfully upsetting moment. In my life. <laughs> like, um, I love that you did that, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 200 cards as the base set. So it's, it's 20 per team. I know, you know, I've, I've read that you've said it was kind of a challenge to, to pick those players before actual rosters were set. And there was a little bit of, of guesswork. Um, I, I did a, I've never done a live opening unboxing. Um, and I, I just did that for some fun and, and was kind of commenting as I did it. Like, you know, I, th I was impressed that Louisville brand new team, Kansas city, essentially the same thing. You know, you had photos of players in the correct jerseys, which, you know, I don't think they would have been in those in any kind of a photo sent, you know, until at least, I mean, February 1st was preseason, right? So logistically yeah. a lot of challenges. ISI is the single most wonderful uh, group of photographers and photography, I, I guess it's an agency. Um, like I think it's a net, a net is, uh, is our, is our point person at ISI and she is an absolute rock star and her last name is escaping me right now. And I feel Shelby, terrible about Shelby. that. Yes. Miss Shelby, yep. God bless her. She is a rock star. Um, so we had basically, we had the base cards built. We, we, we had some of the insert cards just built, ready to go, waiting for a photo. And she would just email me and be like, photos are loaded. Photos are loaded. And so we actually went through almost all of the pre-press -pre proofing process. That is a lot of peas. Um, we went through the entire process with most of the, the, the Louisville cards, most of the KC cards not having a photo on. Um, and then, you know, got the photos, set them up, put them in and, you know, uh, we had to send them over to the league and we were just like, please just approve these quickly. <laughs> and yeah. you know what they did? Like the people, the people at the league are, are so on our side are, are so on board with this. Um, it's, it's, it's really, this is, you know, we're, we're going to get the, we get the benefit of, of the credit, but this is collaborative. The league's involved. Both unions are involved. The players are on board. Like, it's just, it's a partnership more than it's us making a product. So I was reading the, the back of the box too, of, of the inserts and the um, rarity of them, I guess you'd say um, one in 20 as a signature which, you know, in some ways, I guess I'm optimistic. Maybe I'll, I'll see one on a couple of these that, that I'll be opening. But uh, th there are actually things that are more rare than the signature, which I found interesting. And I guess I'm wondering, 
I don't know. Is Americana? Is that still a secret? What is that? That one in three hundred packs. No one's pulled one yet. Um, it is a secret. Okay. So, so, so we've discovered that that there there was a clerical error on the cityscape. So those are going to be more common than one in hundred. Okay. Um, they're looking like they're one in fifteen right now, which we're a little bit bummed about. Um, so when print occurred, they overprinted, and instead of not putting them into packs, put them into packs. That's going to end up probably being my biggest anger about the product this year. Um, but to go back to what you you asked about the Americana, yeah, Americana is still a secret until the first one pulls it. I'm actually, I didn't want to release the checklist until the first Americana got pulled because I knew that would be the, the unless lightning struck, that would be the hardest card for someone to pull. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the hobby right now is is overwhelmed um and there are people that are buying product and just throwing it on ebay at two three and four times the cost and we had this idea and i think it failed but it was an idea that we might we might be able to beat the people that were that are known as flippers um if there wasn't a lot of information about the product out there if just the league and its fans knew about the product maybe it would be obtainable the flippers are all-knowing all powerful. They beat us. Um, that's why we're seeing so much. I don't want to call it anger. I, I want to call it frustration from, from people that just can't find the product. Um, and uh, we tried, but uh, yeah, the Americana Americana is my, it's my little pet card set. Um, there's an Americana in 2019 lacrosse. There's an Americana in 2019, big three. Um, anytime we get to do a packed out full product set, There'll be an Americana card and that set will never end as long as we exist. Um, so there's an Ashlyn Harris Americana card, which is pretty dope. I, I'm getting the sense you're a big Ashlyn Harris fan. How can I, here's the thing. This is the, <laughs> so like, so, so my daughter has like four players that she's religiously invested in. Um, I have a hard time saying that I have a favorite in any capacity. I think I had a hard, like, all right, I do have a favorite. Mia Hamm's my favorite player, but she's not playing. Um, you know, she's, she's wearing the ownership cap now. Um, I think what it comes down to is building the set. We have to be aware of three things. One, we have to know who the fan base wants to see. We have to know who the non fan casual collector is going to get invested in. And then we have to be fair. Um, and fair was the, probably the one that we actually started with. We wanted to include as many people from as many of the teams in as many different ways as possible, because, you know, a, a fan in, in Louisville could have an action with, uh, with, with any number of those players and if there's a card involved in that interaction, that becomes timeless. Um, and that's what trading cards are for. Like they're, they're just two and a half by three and a half inch pieces of history. Um, and, you know, it's been proven that they stand the test of time. And if there's an engagement or interaction between a, a fan and, and the person on that card, that becomes almost an heirloom. Um, those things exist and, 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 and could potentially be handed down generation to generation. So 
you know, I'm going to, I could, you gotta, you gotta tell me to stop talking sometimes. <laughs> well, like, I like, I, I like that. And I think you could probably do um, with, with the different changes in this league, you could probably do an ownership card series, a, a insert in the future, because you've got, that's basically a legend series with angel city alone coming in. So um, that'd be pretty cool. We've talked about stuff like that. You know, one of the first things we had, and this is, this is, uh, uh, you know, a stronger indication of what we really are trying to do. We've had a lot of conversations about secondary individuals that are involved in some capacity with the league. Um, but the players themselves are, are, are rock stars. You know, we don't need to subsidize any of these, any of these women with anything. They're, you know, I don't know if I can say badass, but I'm going to say they're badass. Like these are, these are some of the best athletes on the planet. You know, we're going to find out this summer, but I'm, I'm of the opinion this is the best women's soccer being played out on the planet. Um, you know, it's it's they don't we, we don't we don't need to help. Help them be awesome. We don't need to help get eyeballs on them. They're awesome. They they deserve every bit of of praise and, and acknowledgement by them. Lonesome. So, you know, uh, maybe maybe some of the ownership groups. We'll see. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people, um, somebody will be looking for that Americana card, obviously, and, and hopefully, uh, um, I guess that'll unleash the full info from from you. But the you know signatures, I think, are the ones that um, traditionally people are get really hyped about. I mean, I just we were on camera here. I, I was showing you that I had a game used jersey card from Upper Deck from ten years ago. But um, signatures are a big one. One in twenty. I think that you phrased it from what I saw was at least 20 players and that maybe that was also a matter of how that gets revealed as people open it. But just wondering how do you, what's the short version of how you pick who does a signature card? We start with a ridiculously large list and um, we wait to see who responds. And (laughs) it's really the truth. I mean, you know, if, if, if I have my druthers in the next year or two, we'll get another 40 or 50, uh, players involved in signatures. Um, you know, uh, it, it became, you know, uh, there's some heartbreak involved in that process. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's major victories that result in, you know, delayed shipping. Um, so you don't get the product in time to pack out. One of the big things that we don't want to do is redemption cards for signatures. We figure, you know, it gets into the product or, or we figure out another use for it. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, we, we can't say we don't want to do stickers cause we've done stickers now for other things, but you know, part of the, part of the, 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 the cool, the cool thing about signature cards is that like the players held that card for a moment. Um, even if it's just one hundredth of a second, they've they've held that moment. And when you pull that card out of a pack, there's there's this thing. And again, this is the romanticism behind all of this. And I apologize because I do no, I do apologize. And I and I and I'll walk down this path for days. Um, but you know, uh, so there's a process. You know, it's a matter of getting players to say yes, getting the cards to them, getting them to find the time to sign them. And then getting them back to us so we can proof them to get them back to the pack out. Um, you know, it's uh, 
it's again, it's it's a pretty dope part of the process, but it's also it's got it's got some uh, it's got some it's got some heartbreak involved in it. Yeah. Well, I don't I know we don't have the full list yet or that I've seen of, of who signed what, but I'm sure, you know, from what I've seen, Megan Rapino being on that list is probably um, certainly the one that jumped out in terms of um, just notoriety. And, and I would guess, you know, not that, you know, collector, well, collectors might be, but not that you're in it for the value of the card, but certainly in terms of valuable cards, that seems to be the one that would jump out. I think people are going to go crazy over her, obviously. I mean, it's Megan Rapino, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there are, we, we try to, we, we try to, to make sure that there are, you know, every team's represented, uh, players that, you know, are deserving, you know, there's, you know, Tori Hooster has a signature and I can't tell you how, how important getting her to be involved really is in my mind. She's. She's been around in this league since day one uh, and she's still out there, you know, playing at the top of the game. Um, you know, we did, uh, we got, you know, the, the rookie from uh, Louisville, Amina Ekic, you know, she's the, the, she's the, she's Miss Louisville. You know, she mm-hmm. grew up what a block from the stadium. Uh, so when we got her involved, it was rad. You know, we've got, We've got the trifecta of the Challenge Cup dash superstars. We already did Jane Campbell in the Challenge Cup set in 2020, um, and we didn't repeat anybody this time. So, uh, but you know, there's uh, there's Sophie Schmidt and uh, Shay Groom and Rachel Daly, um, and uh, gosh, who else is? I, this is that great moment where I can blank on it. We got Paige Monahan, like like Gotham's. I mean, I still. I have a hard time watching Paige Monahan play soccer because she's 30 times faster than a, <laughs> I can imagine anyone being. Um, it's just, it's just so shocking to see her go down the field. She's so ridiculously speedy. Um, we got Carson Pickett, man. We got, we, uh, and that, and that was another one. Like for me, you know, it's, she's just epic and iconic. And then, you know, I think another one that I was really stoked about getting was, was Steph Cox. Um, you know, uh, I feel like, uh, she's overlooked a little bit, but Steph Cox is, you know, she's one of the great American defenders. Like mm-hmm. uh, the list is out there. I think, I think it's starting to show up in some different places. Um, there's 22 signatures this round. I think, I think it's 22 is what it ended up at. Um, we got a couple signatures that came in late, so we got to figure out what we're going to do with them. Oh, all right. Extra rare, maybe. Um, what uh, what's the feedback been like from players? And and do you, I guess, whether it's signatures, base cards, or otherwise, do you make sure that every player's got themselves in their hands? Or we try. We tell them. We t- we try to make sure that they know that if they reach out to us, um, we'll get them cards. Um, you know, the logistics of sending, you know, just base cards. Just think, two hundred packages out right now. Uh, when I already have the other thousand, I got to deal with. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, when we did the challenge cup, most of the, not most of some of the players reached out. Um, and you know, I tried to get them cards right away. You know, it was cool. Like, uh, uh, Sophia Smith was just like, can I get a couple cards for my family? I was like, done. Um, uh, Cordy Peterson, uh, you know, we have, we will, we'll do everything we can to, to make sure that they feel, you know, great about the process. One of the cool things that we do with signature cards and we do this across everything um, we always make sure that there's signature cards for the players to sign that can go into like their stash, if you will. 
Um, because obviously everybody has family. Uh, so we give them, uh, we give them like 10, 15 signature cards, a red pen. So if you ever see a signature card with a red pen, with a red signature on it, that came direct <laughs> from that player. That's, that's Aunt Jane or somebody selling that card. Or that, something. The, yes. <laughs> that is a third cousin that was like, <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, we try to do that kind of stuff. It's, uh, we do, you know, again, we're new. I think a lot of the players are still sort of discovering we exist. Um, so one of the cool things is going to be how that interaction grows. And we hope that we can cultivate a stronger relationship with them as we move forward. You know, uh, you know, hopefully some of the players will listen to this. You know, we know that a lot of them subsidize their yearly income with with camps and stuff like that. Reach out to us. If we can make cards for you in that capacity, that's why we're here. We don't want to make money on that either. Like that's not about that's we're more about making sure you, the player, can can brand yourself outside of this, outside of us, outside of everything. Find your path and uh, and let us be a part of it if we can. Like we're all for every bit of that. Yeah, that's really cool stuff. And I, I think, um, you know, you mentioned you were in some film and um, TVs before this, I think you have some coding experience, right? And and you're wearing a shirt too. You were, you were like a restaurant oh, entrepreneur before this, right? I came. Yeah. So I'm, I'm your, I'm, I, I'm your prototypical Los Angeles wanderer. <laughs> um, I came out after college to, to get into film as a writer and, uh, and, uh, you know, so from like 1999 until 2006, I just wandered. Uh, and then I had a kid. I had this gorgeous daughter. Um, smartest person I know. Kindest person I know. Uh, no clue where that comes from. And uh, in 2006, all of a sudden, like, you know, it's not me I'm worrying about anymore. I'm worrying about, you know, I've got I've got this beautiful partner. I've got this amazing daughter. Um and life started to like kick in and uh, writing started to go well, but then writing stopped. And I was like, I'm going to buy a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I did the restaurant thing for a while and I loved it and I had a blast. And then, uh, and then um, the restaurant was one of those great success stories where we're doing really good and the landlord sees it. So he's just going to keep raising the rent. And so I got out of that game and uh, Eric, my, my partner, at Parkside, the, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's the boss. He's the man. He's really the, 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 the engine, if you will. Um, he and I were coaching our kids in soccer, you know, uh, they're little 10 and 11 year olds playing AYSO. We started talking and he was like, so you're a writer. I was like, yeah, I was, I, I used to be, I, I still do it, but he's like, well, I produce TV and lo and behold, Eric and I started a, a shingle and here we are now, you know, uh, life is rad. And, and, uh, sometimes you just kind of kind of follow the path. And obviously path led to, um, this, this collection, this card collection, uh, more than just NWSL, but relevant to, to this, obviously, um, which is, is cool. You can find it in target and Walmart. Like I said earlier, hopefully you can find it. Hopefully the, the flippers haven't grabbed them. Um, what, uh, just looking ahead before we wrap here, um, obviously the demand is, is here, you know, you've had some, shipping frustrations you did anticipate the demand what what's next what what do you want to do next what what are the big ambitions for you know nwsl yeah. specifically well you know we're 
we're we're we are paying very close attention to how the league rosters are changing. Um, they have there's been some seismic changes since we hit you know print here. Um, you know we've seen the return of 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 Sam Mewis. We've seen the return of Rose Laval. We've seen these amazing transfers coming over from from France. Um, we've seen the signings of Gemma Bonner and, and, and Ebony Salmon. I mean, like, you know, there's a need for an update or perhaps a second series. So that's something we're discussing. We are paying very close attention to what the realities of that are. But we don't want it to just be a rehash on what we've already done. You know, we want these cards in the hands of everybody, but we also want them to be something that people feel good about long-term. We want there to be value, Um, you know, uh, and that value is the collectability of it. We are also moving digitally. Um, There is an element uh, over here at Parkside of, uh, you know, modern collecting being something that we're very, very aware of, keen on and, and progressing in, a bit of a snail's pace, if you will. Um, but we, we like to think that it's more of a, a tactical and, and intelligent approach. Uh, we've seen this NFT boom. Um, we decided against simply jumping in feet first and just throwing everything up at the wall in that space because uh, that might be part of the reason it's contracted so quickly. Um, so we're, we're, we're working on something we call Keeper, um, which is a platform-based uh, like digital collecting game with a physical component that will tie into what our physical offerings are. There will also be an NFT component, um, but it's going to be different than anything anyone has seen. It's not going to be NFT-specific. Uh, there's not a lot I can talk about it yet because it's still, you know, we're in, we're in the MVP beta phase. But we think we're going to revolutionize digital collecting um, because we've gotten an opportunity to really witness what has worked for people and what's failed for people. Um, and we really, we really look forward to that being a, a part of, of our process. There's so many things that we want to do. And, you know, when we look at what our licenses are with the league and the unions, you know, we we like these uh, these little caveats that we try to get them to accept. And then they go, we'll talk about that later, um, because we know that there's going to be other people following in into this space. Um, you know, we've we did stickers last year. I know that that's basically a trading card, but we did these wonderful little stickers because we know that there are millions of little kids in that that five and six and seven year old demographic that are soccer players, soccer fans and trading cards might not necessarily be the best idea for them. So we like the sticker vertical there. Um, You know, it's just, we're so bullish on what the NWSL has done and what they're continuing to do. We're so bullish on what the players are doing, who they are, what they represent. You know, it's, it's we want to be involved in every facet. Obviously, that's that's a fool's errand. We're just one company, but you know, um, we'd like to think that uh, over the next 
so many years that we're allowed to, to continue uh, partnering with them in this in this product line that maybe we'll find some space to expand, you know, left and right and uh, and get some other dope products out there to uh, to consumers. Um, dope NWSL products, I think, will be very welcome. Um, uh, Matt, Matt Peak, COO, co-founder of Parkside Collectibles and um, NWSL, the, the official cards of the National Women's Soccer League, which must be cool to hear. Um, thank you for joining me. I thank you very much for, for letting me sit here and wax philosophical and just gab with you. Thank you for listening to Kicking Back, a podcast brought to you by The Equalizer and now with Blue Wire Podcasts. If you missed any of our great interviews from the past or you don't want to miss anything going forward, and I promise you that you don't, please subscribe on any platform you're listening. Please go ahead and rate and review our podcast. It really does help with visibility. That's that for this episode. We'll be back soon with another great guest from the world of women's soccer.